ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما اللهم يا رب اجعل القران حجه لنا لا علينا يا كريم والله make this quran hujja for us an excuse for us on the day of judgment and don't make it an excuse against us يوم القيامه فإن الله يرفع بهذا القرآن أقواما ويضع به آخر الله سبحانه وتعالى lifts and elevates people with this Quran and debases others and humiliates them with this very same Quran ربما إذا someone who has memorized the Quran in its entirety they're benefiting nothing from the Quran and ربما someone knows a lot about the Quran and they do not implement the Quran نسأل الله السلام والعافية we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from the people of the Qur'an. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from the people of the Qur'an, the ones who learn and who implement the Qur'an according to the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likes and is pleased with. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Washamsi wa duhaha Walqamari idha talaha والنهار إذا جلاها والليل إذا يغشاها والسماء وما بناها والأرض وما طحاها ونفس وما سواها فألهمها فجورها وتقواها Alright, Surah Al-Shams. Surah Al-Shams called as such because the first word in it is Al-Shams. And like we said, now we are starting to go into the smaller surah of Juz Amma. As we always say, whether the surah is Makki or Madani, we say that most of the surah is in Juz Amma are Meccan surahs. So the Meccan period is whatever happened before the Hijrah of the Prophet Even if it didn't happen in Mecca. The Hijrah to Al-Habasha. When they migrated to Al-Habasha, Abyssinia. This didn't happen in Mecca, but it's considered as part of the Meccan period. And similarly, whatever happened after the Hijrah is considered as the Madani period or Madaniya, Surah Madaniya. And from his virtues, we took this when we took Sabbi Isma Rabbik Al-Ala, Mu'adh radiallahu anhu, Mu'adh bin Jabal, when he, was, when he used to lead the people in prayer. They, he used to, mashallah, he used to love the Quran. So he used to and uh, prolong his recitation. And subhanAllah, the people, they couldn't handle the prolonged recitation of Mu'az. So they came and complained to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa He said, are you putting the people to trial, ya Mu'az? Iqra, read with, Sabbih isma rabbik al-a'la, and read with, wal-shamsi wa-duhaha, and read with, wal-layli idha yagsha. When you are leading the people, read with these small surahs so you don't put them into trial. They fulfill their obligation. And subhanAllah, they do so in a relaxed way. They fulfill the obligation of salah and they do so in a relaxed way. فَأَنْتَ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ When you are leading the people, you shorten the salah so that you take into account that there's young people and old people and people that have shawaghil, things which they might be busy with that they need to attend to. So you make the salah short. You make the salah short. And one of the things he advised him to was to read with this surah, surah al-shams, or shams just as a brief introduction, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is his qasam. 
is all qasam yani from ayah number 1 to 8 all of this is qasam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by these great creations and they are opposites of one another for we have al-shams and al-qamar the sun and the moon and we have al-nahar wal-layl we have the day and the night and we have as-sama and we have al-ard we have the sky and we have the earth they are opposite of one another except one nafs Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions it here independently he does not have an opposite in these ayat and then the jawab of the qasam, the nafs, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, it eventually becomes the jawab of the qasam. Remember we said we need a qasam, and we need a jawab al-qasam. And if you swear by Allah, you have to swear by Allah about something. You can't just say, wallahi, and then you don't say anything after that. It doesn't make sense. If I have to say, wallahi, sawfa af'al, wallahi, I will do such a thing. Or wallahi, I did not do such a thing. You're swearing by Allah regarding a matter. For this matter is what's called Jawab al-Qasam. And this Jawab al-Qasam is in ayah number 9. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا يعني Allah SWT is swearing by these great creations that the one who purifies their souls will succeed and the one who corrupts their soul will fail. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا We'll look at these ayat next week inshallah. But the Jawab al-Qazam is essentially two ayat. It's two ayat. وَالشَّمْسِ وَضُحَاهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by is a shams. The first thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by is a shams. It's wow, is wow al-Qasam. Allah swearing a shams. What about this shams? وَالشَّمْسِ وَضُحَاهَا وَالشَّمْسِ وَضُحَاهَا Allah swears by the sun and it's duha, which essentially means it's light. It's light and when it and, and what this light provides of heat as well. Because the duha, the main meaning of, of the duha is the light. And subhanAllah, you'll notice in all of these ayat, in all of these ayat that they end in ha. Duhaha, talaha, jallaha, yagsha. In the whole surah, all of the ayat end in ha. This is ha is a pronoun, is a feminine pronoun. Here the shams, the ha returns to a shams. And we're going to be discussing this ha in great detail as the ayat continue. So don't be confused by this ha. But the shams, the ha returns to a shams. These are ayat. Remember Allah doesn't swear by something unless it is great. For in the sun and its light there is ibar and mawa'id which show and demonstrate kamal qudratillah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yani Allah's perfect ability to do anything. وَكَمَالُ حِكْمَتِهِ And his hikmah and his wisdom in doing things. Subhanallah, how this sun is, we are so dependent on this sun. This is the hikmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَكَمَالُ عِلْمِهِ And the completion of his knowledge subhanahu wa ta'ala and he knows what benefits, how, how the sun brings about benefits, subhanallah. And from the benefits of the light of the sun, يعني subhanallah, as Shaykh ibn Uthaymin, he said, يعني subhanallah, how much does it save us from consuming electricity this sun? Imagine if it was the night all the time, how much electricity would we need for light and how much electricity would we need for for heating? And and in fact, here, subhanAllah, the recent discoveries and the recent technology, hatta even the light of the sun has become a source of electricity. Yani solar power, essentially. Its light can generate electricity. And subhanAllah, when we talk about the light of the sun, we also need to talk about the heat that it brings about. When the light comes, it brings with it its heat, which warms the earth. Subhanallah, as a result of this warmth that the plants grow. And some roots, they don't grow unless the temperature in the earth is a certain temperature before they grow. And similarly, the fruits, when they ripen, and the dates, 
the dates require extreme heat this is why they grow so well in the desert before they can ripen if you were to count the benefits and the blessings that the sun brings about from its light and its heat you would not be able to count them وَالشَّمْسِ وَضُحَاهَا وَالْقَمَرِ إِذَا تَلَاهَا وَالْقَمَرِ الْقَمَرِ we know what القمر is قمر is the moon وَالْقَمَرِ إِذَا تَلَاهَا it means to follow i.e. the sun for the ha again returns to the sun here وَالْقَمَرِ إِذَا تَلَاهَا and this by the moon when it follows the sun how does the moon follow the sun and the Mufassirun said there's two ways that the moon follows the sun, either in its orbit or either in its light. Either in its orbit or either in its light. For in its orbit, for the night of the crescent moon, yani it follows it in its orbit on the night of the crescent moon, yani the beginning of the new moon. When the sun sets, you can see the crescent. You can see the crescent of the moon. So the sun sets and then you can see the crescent of the moon. This is when, you can see the, this is when it follows it. Or it follows it in its orbit, yani when the sun sets in the first half of the lunar month, so yani when yani the beginning of the lunar month, yani with the crescent of the moon, when the sun sets in the first half of the lunar month, the moon follows it, rising and ascending. It gets bigger. So when the, the sun sets, you'll see the moon after it, come after it. It starts off with the crescent, then it slowly, 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 until it becomes a full moon in the middle of the month. And then in the second half of the lunar month, it follows, the moon follows the sun, it, yeah, and it follows the setting of the sun, and you can see it, it is setting and it is descending. For the moon, the moon now is going down. After, after the full moon, it goes back down it, until it returns back to nothing. And then the month starts again. This is how it follows the sun in its orbit. As for how it follows it in its light, yeah, it's, it's very, yeah, the Mufassirun said it's very straight. Yeah, the light of the moon follows the disappearance of the light of the sun. Yeah, and the, if, if the sun, the light goes away of the sun, then you can see the light of the moon. Or that the moon yeah, and it takes from the light of the sun. So this is what the science has recently discovered. The Mufassirun said this a long time ago. For the moon is a reflection of the sun. But this is how it follows it. Or the, yeah, and it follows it in its light, yeah, and in its roundness and in its brightness. Yeah, and it's as if it's imitating the sun in its roundness and in its brightness. And this is when in the middle of the month. Yani when it becomes a full moon, it looks yani it's similar in its appearance to the sun in that it is round and that it is bright. In that it is right, round and bright. This is how it follows. And the Mufassirun mentioned all of these. And then subhanAllah, yani you know the rule now. Yani if, if there's more than one interpretation to the ayah and there is no subhanAllah contradiction between them, then it follows all of them. You, you can take all of the, it means all of these. Yani if you carry upon all these meanings, it has more depth. And it adds more depth to the general meaning of the ayah. What's a nahar? Nahar is a day. The word here is jalla to make yani, to make clear or to unveil or to make apparent. This is what jalla means. Now the, the thing is, what does this ha return to? Does it return to nahar? Or does it return to the shams? Or does it return to something else? Oh, ala kul hal, subhanAllah. Yani there's a difference of opinion as to what the hair returns to. Allah alam, subhanAllah. The first one is, yani the sun. Yani the sun made the day clear, whereby the things can be, can, yani the bulk or the massive things can be seen. Jallaha, yani it made the things on this earth clear. After they were enshrouded in darkness, 
when the nahar came as a result of the sun coming, you made things clear. So essentially, that the sun made clear the day. The sun made clear the day. Essentially, that's what it's saying. This is what the first qawl is. Or it could mean that the pronoun returns to يعني, something which is hidden. It's hidden. It's muqaddar. It's not mentioned. This ha could return to something which is hidden. And this is very common in the Arabic language where things are taken out and they are, they've given what's called a taqdeer. They are there, and you understand from the context of the of the sentence what it's referring to. So this could could refer to something which is hidden. And they mentioned a couple of things which could be hidden. For here, the pronoun methalan here returns the first one. They said it returns to the earth, i.e., that the day makes the earth visible and clear. Yani jalla the nahar made the earth clear that you can see things on it. And the second one that they said the hidden the hidden word, it could be azulma. It could be a zulma, yani the darkness. Yani after it was after it was night, the day removed. Yani light after darkness. Yani the nahar made clear. Whether it's the sun which made everything clear, or whether it's the nahar which is making the earth clear, or the nahar which removed the darkness, Allahu alam. So just yani just very quickly, there's two aqwal to what the hair returns to. The first one is the sun. This one is very clear. And the second one is that what it refers to is something hidden. And these two hidden things are either the earth or they are the darkness. Again here, this one, the darkness or the night. The night and when it conceals or enshrouds or envelops it. Again, the same difference of opinion. What does the hair return to? For the first one is, the most obvious one is the sun. وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَاهَا يعني The night conceals and envelops the sun when it sets. When the night comes, all of a sudden there's no more sun. There's no more sun, there is no more light. It conceals it, it enshrouds it, it envelops it. Yes, is the first one. وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَاهَا يعني غَشَّ اللَّيْلُ الشَّمْسِ The layl covered the sun or the light of the sun. Or the ha, again, it could be a pronoun. It returns to something which is muqaddar. Something which is muqaddar, that it is hidden, is not mentioned. And the, the most obvious one is the earth. يعني the darkness, وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَاهَا يعني the, the darkness, the layl, it, it covers and it enshrouds the earth in its darkness. It covers and enshrouds the earth in its darkness. And like the Mufassirun said, like a cloak which has been spread out to cover something. For when you, مثلاً, you have a cloak, and you throw it over something, it enshrouds this thing in darkness. If you remember in libas, which goes over it and which covers it. And as Ibn Uthaymin, he said, subhanAllah, you can see this very clearly. He said, you may not be able to see this in the earth. He said, but subhanAllah, when you are in an airplane and the sun has already set on the earth, However, you can still see the sun due to the elevated height of the of the of the plane. You can still see the sun. But if you look down, if you were to look down upon the earth, you'll see that it has been covered with a black cloak. That darkness has already covered it. That darkness has already covered the earth. Whereas you can still see the sun in the sky because of your elevated height. But the people on the earth they cannot see the sun because the sun has been hidden. But until when you look at it, it's like something has been covered. Something has covered the earth. In the in, you know, essentially a cloak which has covered the earth. 
For this is what Ghashaha means to cover and to cloak. So the darkness covers and cloaks the earth. Again, the hidden word is the earth. For it could either the hair could either return to the sun, as we mentioned, you know, the night conceals and envelops the sun when it sets, or it could be a you know, uh, the it could return to a hidden verb, and that is you know, the earth, you know, it covers the earth with its darkness. Now here the ha, there's no doubt. The ha, there's no doubt what it returns to, and it returns to as-sama. It returns to as-sama, but the problem now is in the ma. What does the ma refer to? So here, subhanAllah, it can have two meanings. Yani Allah swearing by the sama, wama banaha. But the first meaning, the ma, is what they call you know, we're going to a lot of nahu here, but I'll give you the yani, the, the, the thamara, the fruit of what the meaning is. Because here the ma, the ma, it could be masdariya. In Arabic it's called masdariya. I don't know how to translate masdariya, but essentially it means the bina of the sky. The sky and its bina. For the bina of the sky, the, the bina of the sky, yani its great height and its great expanse is what al-bina is. And its great strength. وَبَنَيْنَا فَوْقَكُمْ سَبْعًا شِدَادًا وَبَنَيْنَا In Surah Ayn'amma yatasa'alun, Surah Al-Naba. وَبَنَيْنَا فَوْقَكُمْ سَبْعًا شِدَادًا we, we established, we built something of great height and great, something of great expanse and something of great strength. يعني وَالسَّمَاءِ وَمَا بَنَاهَا And it's bunya, the bunya of the sky, how it's high and how it's expansive and how it has strength and also how the sky is precise. How the sky is precise, muhkam in its creation, as Allah subhanahu wa taala says, "Ma tara fi khalq al-Rahmani min tafawut." You don't see in the khalq of Allah, and in the khalq of the heavens of al-Rahman, min tafawut. You don't see any inconsistency in in the sky when you look at it. There's no inconsistency. It is level. It is straight. Farji al-Basar hal tara min futur. Farji al-Basar. Keep looking up. Farji al-Basar. Keep looking up. Hal tara min futur. Do you see any cracks in the earth? You, uh, sorry, do you see any cracks in the sky? There are no cracks in the sky. There's no cracks in the, in the sky. It is perfect. For this is the bina of the of the sama, that it is strong and that it is expansive and that it is perfect. This is the bina. Or it could mean the ma is what they call mausula. For it is saying, وَمَا بَنَاهَا Who is the one that banaha? Is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The sama and the one who banaha as well. The Sama and the one who banaha. So it's essentially two qasam. One Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by the Sama and one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by himself. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wasama'i wa ma banaha. For the first one is swearing by the bina of the of the of the sky. The ma is referring to the bina of the sky, and the second one is referring to the one who bana the sky. Yani Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wasama'i wa ma banaha. وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا طَحَاهَا وَالْأَرْضِ We know what الأرض is, yes? الأرض is, is the, the earth. وَمَا طَحَاهَا We have the same thing here with the ma. Is it مَصْدَرِيَّة or is it مَوْصُولَة? So if we say that it is مَصْدَرِيَّة if it is مَصْدَرِيَّة essentially the meaning, the, the translation becomes the earth and the طَحُ of the earth. يعني the earth and its wide expanse. 
the earth Allah swearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by the earth and its wide expanse this is what Attahu is we'll come to look at this inshallah or it could be Mawsula Mawsula it means the Ard and the one who Taha Al-Ard the one who yani the one who spread the Ard the one who Taha Al-Ard which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for both of these Allah alama both of them are correct and Attahu is yani to level and to spread it's not just level and spread yani for no reason so that it can be benefited from for here the earth is is leveled and spread it is neither soft nor is it hard yani in the majority of places for there are some places which are very soft and some places which are very hard but yani the vast majority of the earth is neither soft nor hard for they can the, the insan can benefit from it and the animals can benefit from it for here this is a blessing of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as we said in before in the ayat, وَالْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ دَحَاهَا In Surah Al-Nazi'at, وَالْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ دَحَاهَا That means he spread it out. Spread it out and made it يعني, usable. فَالدَّحُوا الدَّحُوا and الطَّحُوا are essentially similar, very similar in meaning. وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا طَحَاهَا وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا and nafs is, is singular and it's referring to an, a nafs, yani the soul, nafsin. It's not just referring to one soul, it's referring, yani it's singular, but it's 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 aam, it's general, it's referring to all the nafus, and especially the nafus of the human beings as well. And again, the same mahiya, and by the soul and he who proportioned it, yani talking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or it could be masdariya. وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا And by the soul and the proportion given to it. For the ma in all these three ayah could either be يعني, given to it or the one who gave it to it. Essentially, يعني, if we were to narrow it down very يعني, very finely. وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا يعني, By the soul and he who proportioned it or by the proportion given to it. And سَوَّاهَا يعني, He proportioned the human being in the best of in, in their creation, يعني, in the best of proportion. We, we mentioned this before. Mathalan, their arms aren't too long and their legs aren't too long and their head, their neck isn't too long, sticks out and their head, head mathalan, doesn't sag from, from side to side and, and they are standing upright. And He made them in the best form. He proportioned them in the best form. Everything is proportional to one another in the human being and even in the other animals as well, according to their creation. And Ibn Kathir, he also said, Sawahu. He also mentioned something additional here, Ibn Kathir. He says, Sawahu, he created him, and he created him, Sawahu fil fitra. He created him upon the fitra. And he gives the, the dalil of the ayah. He says, Fa'aqim wajhaka, fa'aqim wajhaka, direct your face, liddini, to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, hanifan. Al hanif, yani staying away from shirk and, and going towards tawheed. فطرة الله التي فطر الناس عليها the fitra of Allah the fitra of Allah which he has created the people upon so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the people upon fitra but as the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said that the child is every child is born upon the fitra but it is their father who yani make them Christians or their, their parents who make them Jews or Christians or, or majus yumajisani yani majins فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا And inspired it with the conscience of its wickedness and its righteousness. 
Al-Fujur, first of all, is, is corruption and wickedness. Al-Fujur, generally meaning, generally meaning, it means the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa taqwaha, wa taqwaha, again the ha here, what does the ha return to? It returns to a nafs in the first ayah, yes? Fa'alhamaha, yani alhamaha, the mufassirun said ilham, ilham means inspiration. It's not wahi. Fahine, what they what the Mufassirun said there's there's two meanings for this. And we're gonna look at first, the first one. They said yani Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made clear to them the paths which they can follow in this world. He made clear to them the path of Al Fujur. This is the path of Fujur. This is what you do to become a Fajr. Yani the path of wickedness and disobedience to Allah in all forms of disobedience, starting from Kufr all the way down. Kufr and Shirk all the way down. This is the path that you can follow. So this is the path of wickedness, this is the path of fujur. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it clear. If we if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't make it clear, would we would we know how to avoid it? We wouldn't know how to avoid it. And he has also made clear to them the path of at-taqwa, yani the obedience and piety to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't make it clear, would we know what to follow? We wouldn't know what to follow. And this is similar to Surah Al-Balad that we took before. We said Najdain are the two paths. The second meaning that it could mean is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as per his qadr, as per his decree upon a particular soul. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed that every soul, every soul will either be in the Jannah or the not. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already written this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written this already. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from the people of Jannah and to save us from the hellfire. But this is the decree which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already decreed upon them. And as a result of this decree which he has decreed, he inspires them to do good or bad, depending on what he has decreed upon them. For you say, مثلاً, Ahl al-Khair, they do khair, and you say, Ahl al-Shar, they do shar. For this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has inspired them to do. And the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which, we, which I'll mention to you very quickly, inshallah, I'll read you the Arabic and then I'll read you the English. But essentially that, that two men came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They, they came from a place called Muzayna. They came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. يستقبلون به مما آتاهم به نبيهم وثبتت الحجة عليهم. The two men came to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and they asked the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. They said, Oh Allah's Messenger, what is your opinion that the people do in the world and strive for? You know the struggle that they go through in this world for. Is it something decreed for them, something preordained for them, and will their fate in the hereafter be determined by the fact that their prophets brought them teachings which they did not act upon? And thus they became deserving of punishment. And then the, the, the shahid is here. That means the things that they do is something which has been decreed upon them. All their actions are decreed. The Prophet responded by saying, he said, of course it happens as it is decreed by destiny and preordained for them. And this view is confirmed by this verse of the book of Allah, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا The nafs, and consider the soul and him who made it perfect, then breathed into it its sin and its piety. Yani it inspired it its sin and its piety. So this one is saying that, Alhamaha, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, depending on what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed for them, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will inspire them to do good or will inspire them to do bad. This is the second meaning. Or it could be the first one, yani, which is just general. And he has showed them the path of good and he has shown them the path of bad. But we have to be careful that if we, if yani, to understand the second one, we are not like the Jibriya. What did the Jibriya say? That means we have no affair, we have no, yani, we have no say in the matter. We are majburun. That means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he controls us completely. We have no will. We have no mashia of ourselves. But we're not like the Jibriya. For we do have a choice. However, our choice is within what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already decreed. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed. وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ And this was, as we come to say in Surah Al-Layl as well, that the Sahaba, when they when they knew this, subhanAllah, that everything has already been decreed, they said, what's the point then? Should we just leave the amal? What's the point of working if everything has already been decreed? Fanta, do you know what has been decreed for you? You don't know what has been decreed for you, but you hope to be from the people of Jannah. What did the Prophet said? He said, He said, No, don't leave the actions. Work, do your actions, pray and, and have tawheed and give sadaqa and 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 Everyone, every yani things will be made easy for a person according to what they have been created for, according to what they have been decreed for. So if you see someone from Ahlul Khair, then you hope that this will be what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed for them, Al-Jannah. And if you see someone from Ahlul Shar, then this could be something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed for them. But don't all don't make this judgment and don't make this يعني, decision straight away. But the Prophet وسلم, has already has told us one that someone does from the, the actions of Ahlul Jannah until between them and Jannah is the the hand span. Yani one hand span, dhira'ah. His kitab, what has been decreed for him, yani overtakes him. And he starts doing from Amal Ahl al-Nar. They start doing from the actions of the Amal Ahl and they enter al-Nar. But just because you're upon and good for a long time, it doesn't mean you're going to end this way. And similarly, a person who's upon Shar, they do so much sins and disobedience of Allah and Kufr and Shirk, ila akhirhi, until between them and Jahannam is a dhira'ah, is a hand span. And then, yasbiquhu kitabu. His book overtakes him, what has been decreed for them. And they start doing from amal ahlil jannah. They start doing from the actions of the people of jannah and they enter jannah. But don't go, don't go judging people according to they and the jannah and they and they're not according to the action because we don't know what the end is going to be. We don't know what the end is going to be. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik.